the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in such a good mood. Happy Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Friday night. Of course, I'm also flying high on a donut. My boy DJ Carrot Sticks left for me in the studio tonight. I'm on a sugar high, babies. <laughs> yeah, and my other man in here, he's he's calfed up over there. He's got he's got a nice coffee the size of my boy Gator at home. Y'all ready to do this? Y'all ready to end the week with a bang? We got so much to talk about, and I want to make sure that we've got time to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Anything on your mind? You know, one of the things I put out there today on Facebook was that I was open to ideas and topics for maybe sprinkling in some positive segment ideas throughout the week. And I'm looking for an idea like um, uh, if there's a a good, good news story somewhere or a personal profile of somebody really interesting who's doing something really clever and unique. That's the kind of idea I was looking for. I didn't quite get that, those kinds of ideas on Facebook. So I'm open to you guys to, to give me suggestions. Um, also, it, 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 is there anything you want to say about uh, Biden's speech last night? Any reviews? <laughs> if you watch, I almost set off somebody's gag reflex in here. So anyway, it's it's open. It's Fridays. Call in with whatever's on your mind. You got a hero of the week, a stink of the week. Uh, give us a buzz if you're super excited because woo, 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 we may by next week may be allowed to go and sit in, in, in a, at a table inside a restaurant next week. Thank you, Gavin. Oh, yeah, I know, right? So, uh, anyway, we got, we got lots to get to tonight. Follow us on Twitter at Andrea K Show. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at the Answer San Diego page. At the bottom half of the hour, our man Bob Walters will be here with his weekly education segment. And it's, it's going to have to, it, before long, it's going to be the education week because the, the list of the stories coming out of our schools is just continuing to grow because as we've been telling you guys for years, that's where the battle ground is uh, so let's get to it dj potato skins i think they might have left dj, DJ, DJ potato skins off the manifesto but it'll be back winning 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 continuing to try to win on a daily basis and mm-hmm. uh disney definitely not winning we're going to be talking about that a little bit later too well that's ties into the to, to the reopening and by the way first of all why why are you going to announce that we can reopen next wednesday 
from the purple to the red tier. And by the way, what, is, what does purple to red mean? Red being easier. I mean, the, the color coding system is moronic. It's arbitrary. It's not based in data and science. Yeah, it's and, not opening anything. And, well, and the colors don't even work. It don't even make sense. How is purple more restrictive than red? Isn't red like, you know, stop? Danger. D- danger. Isn't red like the most extreme? Like, don't go there? Hey, hopefully we don't hit right. mauve. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, but if you're going to ease up restrictions... You remember Gavin Newsom bragging about, I got this state on a dimmer switch, man. I can, I can eat, I can move it up and down, right? Um, wh- why, why are you, why next Wednesday? This is the kind of game they've been playing all along. They got to keep us in before the, before the weekend. <sighs> we, uh, breaking news, the, the shocking news tonight uh, out of somewhere, I'm not going to say where, but people are outraged that uh, f- uh, high school football has returned tonight. Odd time of the year for high school football to return because usually that's the fall, boys of the fall, right? Usually that's a fall sport, but people are outraged tonight. There's actually parents watching their kids play despite restrictions on live attendance. This woman they're interviewing, I mean, they're they're acting like, you know, she's done, you know, um, robbed the bank at gunpoint when she's standing about 50 yards away on the other side of a fence. And they're and they're acting like this woman is a criminal. It's insane. Speaking of criminals. Oh, who do we talk about first? Criminals. Do we talk about Biden? That was his first on my mind. Do we talk about Cuomo? (laughs) I mean, you know, um, hmm, do we talk about who the real insurrectionists are? What went down in Portland last night? Christopher Ray? Which one do we talk about? I would say Biden. We want to go with Biden. Okay, we'll give it. We'll give a quick review. The installer in chief. Yeah, the uh, the occupant of the White House. So his his speech last night. You know, we we talked about a little bit on the show, but but in general, let me tell you what's what stuck out at me about the speech is it was here we've got the left doing everything that they can in every aspect of our lives from the schools from the shutdowns um, from the cancel culture to where we got it we got to take Pepe Le Pew out it you know it, it's it's that's identity politics right and it's all about um, fighting against the evilness of our society and one of the things that the that the left has been pushing is this the anti that that the republican party and conservatives are the party of old white men the patriarchy we got to fight against the patriarchy well wasn't that what the entire speech was about last night you got an old white dude who's been moving around washington including 8 years in the white house who 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 did nothing in the course of, of any policy or anything that improved the lives of Americans, the only thing that he improved was the pocketbook for his crackhead son, right? Hey, Trump did more in four years than that guy did in decades. Well, exactly. Um, but think about think about everything that he was about last night. So first of all, he represents the patriarchy and everything the Democrats say they hate, old white dude. Um, and then he's up there acting as though, you know, issuing commands and demands of people and bossing people around. That's what the patriarchy is supposed to be about, right? And he'll let you, he's going to let you possibly celebrate the 4th of July. Right. So you Democrats, you in particular you female Democrats who say that your 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 whole feminist movement, your whole me too movement is all about, you know, and and all your identity politics and these gender policy, gender you know councils that are supposed to be looking at all this and it's supposed to be about pushing back against the patriarchy. Well, what is more patriarchal or patriarchal, whichever the word is, than this old white dude standing up there telling you after everybody gets vaccinated, then I'm going to issue guidance and tell you you quote what you can and cannot do old white dude who was installed in the white house 
is standing at a podium telling you that he's going to tell you what you can and cannot do. And you're celebrating this? He's, and also the, the whole thing was about, it was, it was um, done and supposedly under the style, which makes it even more patriarchal, is this whole thing, uh, this whole uh, uh, phony approach, like he's the grandfather looking out for us. Oh, you know, we've all suffered together. We all, you know, uh, you're, you didn't get to go to a wedding. You didn't get to go here. It was so phony grandfather pandering. And it felt completely unauthentic. Well, it was incredibly inauthentic and disingenuous because we know that that, that the left, like Fauci, for example, he's pushing. We got to listen to Fauci. Oh, Fauci, who sat, you couldn't go to a ball game, but he's sitting there with no mask on, sitting next next to somebody. I mean, the hypocrisy of what a year ago today, weeks, six weeks after Trump stopped travel from China. And, w- and was already putting policies in place to stop the, the spread of coronavirus. He had a campaign event with Kamala Harris and other people with no masks, with Cory Booker. So, it, yeah, so obviously it's inauthentic because uh, of the phoniness behind it. But it's also inauthentic because this isn't about caring about anybody. That when he, it, it, it also, under this whole patriarchy thing, it was all about collectivism, too. It was all about the grandfather trying to tell all the kids in the family that he's in charge, he's the, he's, the, he's the papa granddad in charge, and we've all had this collective loss, and with pushing collectivism, it's about pushing that we're all in this together, we're all collectively responsible, that's part of the push for the mask. I heard nothing about individual responsibility. Right. And it's all and, and when you push collective loss, collective responsibility, then of course you're pushing centralized control. Right. And that's what all of this is about. And that's when he that's when he outrageously said, if you're good in pure patriarchy style, if y'all are good and you all mask up and y'all get the vaccine, you might you just might be able to walk outside your back door to your barbecue. Just your family, though. He want to make sure y'all know no, no large gatherings. Yeah, no large gatherings. Don't be thinking you're going to go down to, you know, the, uh, what is it on the bay that we have every year? Oh, boom on the bay. Boom on the bay. Don't be thinking y'all be going to be going down, head down. No, I may let you walk out your back door of your home. That's not patriarchy on steroids. That's not authoritarianism. It was a spit in the face. It was, it was shocking. And this whole thing about national unity, if we're not unified, we just, uh, you know, about doing what's right, like putting this mask on, then, you know, we, you know, then the implication is that anybody that's not part of the collective is an outlier deserving of being shunned. And let me tell you, as I've said many times before, if I, I'm not telling you not to wear a mask. If you want to, go ahead. You want to wear a mask, go ahead. If you're a business owner and you want to require somebody to wear a mask to come in your facility, you've got the right to do that. But this is anti-American. This is totalitarianism. There is nothing in the Constitution that grants anybody, any government, the right to tell me what I, what I have to cover over my face. That's the kind of thing that happens with the Taliban. There's no data or science to justify. There wasn't a year ago. And I had a lot of people coming at me when I said the shutdowns. There was no data or science to justify it. And I was correct. If you wanted to shut down your business, shut it down. You want to restrict it down to 25% or however you want to do it. It's your business. As I said last night, this has been a long two weeks, Andrea. Absolutely. And uh, something else that happened uh, that Trump did last year around this time is he pushed out, he pushed back the tax filing deadline, didn't he? 
right? right, to July. The Biden administration, they're saying on top of passing this $2 trillion money laundering oh, scheme nothing. for the Democrats, they're telling right now, I think just, uh, uh, Yellen came out today and said, well, when we see the priority, we're going to be coming for you to raise the taxes. Got to fund it somehow. That's right. So not only are they not pushing back the tax filing deadline, you, bet, you better be ready to pony up. Save that $1,400. Well, yeah. Although, although I'm already hearing reports today that many people, that $1,400 is already being snatched by people for, to, to pay off debts. Because, oh, of course it is. Yeah. So that 14, they can't afford yeah. to live. They've had their jobs taken away. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears to the other criminal. We got to talk Cuomo, a little update on Cuomo. And I got to talk to you guys about what happened in Portland last night because I'm not seeing it anywhere on my monitors. From local news to, to uh, national media, what happened in Portland last night. And you're going to understand why when I share it with you. So come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We're going to go right to the phones because it's Friday and we feel like we've got a caller on the line who's got kind of a social commentary comment to make about the male and female relationships. And I thought, why not? Because the breaking sad news of the day is that J-Lo and A-Rod have broken up. So, you know, it's Friday. Let's talk to Martin. I think he's from Chula Vista. He's on the line. Hello, Martin. Hi there. I heard you saying hit me with your best shot. So here it goes. What would you call a, a fellow who always, always behaves himself with the member of the opposite sex, the ladies, the young ladies, the missus? What would you say about a guy who never, never, never misbehaves himself with the missus? I'd call him a gentleman. Well, I would say he's misbehaving. <laughs> but I'm um, tish. Thank you, Martin, for that. And with that, that, he joke. dropped off the line. <laughs> it, it was his mic drop. That's right. Okay. Um, all right. Day, uh, daylight saving time. Tomorrow, don't forget, uh, tomorrow you're supposed to spring forward, fall back. I actually said it there tonight. I like just being ahead of the curve. I love, this is my favorite time of year. I like because it gets, you know, more daylight. It's, yes. It's, it's awesome. I'm but, all about the sunshine. More sunshine, the better. Exactly. But I don't <sighs> like losing the sleep. I, well, you know, I don't mind that so much because, you know, I work nights. So, you know, I'm not one of these people that has to get up at 6 a.m. anyway. So it doesn't I, really I never, I never see daylight. I'm always here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you're like a vampire. So, um, no. So I, here's the thing. I love this. I don't understand why. I, got, I Well, I do. I, I know why they initially did these kind of time changes because it was about trying to um, assist the public as they were on the same schedule where people are dropping off their kids at school in the morning and going to work. And so they wanted to make it easier for, for parents to, to manipulate the clock so that you didn't have kids having to hustle to school super early or whatever. I say that, uh, we need, I, I, I think Marco Rubio actually has us uh, a bill in the works to make, uh, this current daylight saving time to be the law of the land. I say, I say let's keep it that way. Um, uh, we're going to go back to the phones. Frank uh, from San Diego is on the line. He's got a comment he wants to make on patriotism. Hello, Frank. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea. It's been a while, but I'm glad you're still on the air and we're still thinking about you and, a lot of people have been 
down in the dumps. I've been listening to shows, and we just got to keep our mind on the on on the prize. And I had a little something, uh, a little uh, statement to give you. Okay. And it goes like this: uh-huh. to have a Viking's heart and the simple faith of a child. That's so beautiful to have a Viking heart. I like that. Yeah, and the simple heart of a child. You know, that's the simple so, faith. Simple faith of a child. You know, that's biblical to have the to have the faith of a child. But you're right, and, and if we could have that combination to be like a Viking but also have the faith of a child, man, what we could accomplish. And it's important in these times, you know, I don't want to back off doing, doing, telling my truth, Frank, and, and pushing for policies that I think support what this country was about and conservatism and a constitutional republic. And, and it can be tough because these are tough times, but it's important that we stay strong and, are, and rooted in our faith. And my hope is in the Lord and, and not, you know, uh, in man or government. And it's important to, yeah, to was, remember that. I was just thinking of, you know, I've been hearing stories of these poor children coming up from, from the South. Uh, yes. And they're four years old. They, they fall off the train or they're being molested or whatever. And I just, my heart goes out to them. Aww. And we have to have a little more compassion. Well, you know, Frank, you're so right. And I can just hear what a good person you are in your voice and how much you care. And, um, you know, and I thank you for calling and having uh, such a good heart that you have. And thank you for being a listener of the show and a friend. I appreciate it. We all all love hearing your voice. Uh, Thank you, Frank. Love you. Take good care. Call back anytime. Um, I hate to switch over to Cuomo from that because I, I mean, know it's you know, a weird right? transition. I hate doing that. More, we need more Franks in this world, less Cuomos. The, oh, please, right? Exactly, right? The pressure is mounting on Cuomo. Lots of, I mean, Cuomo's lost Nadler. Okay, he's lost Jerry Nadler. He's lost Chuck Schumer. I say it's best for the Republican Party that he stay in office because it's keeping the focus on many people. Are like these sexual harassment charges are are hyenas, as he says. And um, my cousin. Vin but you know they want the Democrats would love to get him out because they don't want anybody to be reminded of what happened in the nursing homes and in particular because it wasn't just Cuomo and it was Whitmer it was um, I think it was Maryland I mean it was like five different states all did this in fact to this date 50% of the deaths I think that we've had from the coronavirus were nursing home deaths nursing home deaths so um, it, we Republicans we need we need we need to be supporting him deciding to stay he's digging in his heels because he knows that if he steps aside during the investigation he'll never get back in I gotta switch gears and um <sighs> Update two on George Floyd. We talked about the Floyd case yeah, last night in Minneapolis. Here, get this. In the middle of jury selection, the city of Minneapolis decides to come out and do a press conference today announcing that they're going to pay $27 million to George, Flo- George Floyd's family. That's not going to influence the jury? When they're in the middle of... Can you not at least... Wait until the jury. That's got to be jury tampering. That's got to be the only reason why they went public with this today and actually did a press conference. You want to do this? I'm not saying that that I don't, you know, I I don't know that. Uh, Yeah, you know how I feel about this case, but whatever. Okay, the city wants to settle and write them a fat check for $27 Good grief, keep your mouth shut about it until at least they get a jury uh, selected and impaneled, and then the jury needs to be sequestered. 
Or why couldn't you have done 27 million? Okay, we're going to give you $27 million, but we want a shad app agreement to go along with it. And you need to keep your mouth shut. Such mishandling of this whole thing. Well, it's 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 railroading. This the, this man is not going to get a fair trial. If he if he broke the law, if he committed a crime, you know how I am. I'm for equal justice under the law. I don't care who you are. You break the law, you should go to jail. But but this is this is not justice in America, as we talked about last night. Speaking of that. Um, quickly before we got a break to go to Bob Walters, you know, uh, we had all these hearings in DC, uh, all these domestic terrorism, all these, all these insurrectionists, these Trump supporters. January 6th was domestic terrorism. Yeah. How come, how, you know, well, why Merrick Garland is it when what happened in Portland? How come that's not domestic terrorism? Well, that's because it happened at night. Right. They're doing everything that they can. I I forgot that domestic terrorism only happens during the day. During business hours. Otherwise. Exactly. Right. Well, get that. You want to hear about some domestic terrorism and some insurrection? Last night in Portland, and the only person reporting on this so far yesterday was Andy No. Uh, he had video footage of Antifa. First, what they did was they tried to break in and take over a Chase Bank. Two people were arrested for that, charged with felonies and misdemeanors. And unlike the people arrested for January 6th, they were let out on bail. That day. And what did they do? Go commit more crimes as part of these protests. If you don't think something's being uh, fishy behind the scenes, you really need to take a hard look. And then after the Chase Bank was, was attacked, they then set fire to a federal building with people inside. Not one mainstream media outlet today has shown this footage. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Christopher Ray, head of the FBI, says the greatest threat that we've got is, you know, uh, it, 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 it's insurrectionists. It's insurrection. What happened in January 6th when there were no weapons, by the way, no weapons found. It was a bunch of people that were let in by the by the by the by the Capitol Police, by the way, who walked around and took selfies. That's insurrection. That's domestic terrorism. Hey, there were feet up on Nancy's desk. Right. There is nobody today. Who came before the cameras and said, we want facial recognition done to go and find out who these terrorists were who tried to murder people inside of a federal building. Yeah. All I'm going to I'm going to say what I've been saying. Republicans. Hello. Yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to we're going to shift gears. We've got to take a tiny, skinny little break and we're going to come back with our man, Bob Walters, with this Friday segment and later on here of the week and stink of the week. And I'm thinking right now my stink of the week might be this great white shark I'm seeing up off the off the Del Mar Beach right now. Did you see that today, Skins? I have not seen it. Yeah. Oh, and there's a surfer like real near it. Mm hmm. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you've got a hero of the week or stink of the week you want to share, or just anything on your mind. We had a couple callers earlier just sharing with us some thoughts that they had and feelings about different subject and we uh, well one actually had a little joke for us we're always happy to have a laugh here um lately bob walter's segments on education have made us laugh who who'd have thought that we'd find some humor uh but that's how crazy things have gotten out there and not just in the colleges and he joins me now hello bob welcome back to the show my friend 
Thanks. Good to be here. Hey, when's your new book coming out? You told me a while back you had a book you were working uh, on. As soon as Sharon finishes proofreading it, then it'll go to the printer. All it's right. All set. Excellent. All right. And what's your, what are you calling I think it? Probably in a month or two. Okay. To be honest with you. And title? Yeah. Uh, indoctrination versus education. I love it. Straight up. Uh, straight out. Straight out. Yeah. Saying out is it. All right. What do you got for us this week? Well, I got some good news, which I know some of your listeners would like to have some good news, not all bad. Yeah. Bluefield College suspended the entire basketball team this week after players kneeled during the anthem when it was played. And that's good. I'm glad some university or college is actually enforcing the rules for anthem standing. Well, yeah. Uh, and saying, you know what, this is what our school's about. And, you know, take your, take your activism somewhere besides the game because that's not what we're here to be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the Supreme Court made a good ruling, except for Roberts, as, as chief justice, ruled in favor of a student in a religious speech rights case yeah. mm-hmm. at Georgia's Gwinnett College. And this is a student who was trying to spread the gospel on campus, speaking from the free speaking zones. There's two of them on the campus. He was in one of the zones, but they uh, uh, made him stop and forbid him to speak because he was speaking on the gospel even though he was in the free speech zone. So, <laughs> so John Roberts, yeah. John Roberts is the it's lone holdout on a dude yeah. that was told he couldn't exercise free speech in the free speech zone, and Roberts had a problem? Yes, isn't that something? Wow. When, when you're farther to the left than Sotomayor and Kagan, Wow. Yeah, he, he 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 literally should be impeached for that. He literally should be impeached it's for that. Pretty pathetic. It's scary for the future. It is. Mm. All right. Okay, some college crazies, which are always fun. Yes. And in Muncie, Indiana, a professor from the College of Integrative Sciences at Arizona State University gave a speech on campus as to how to engage with the question of how English language practices in college classrooms contribute to white supremacy. So I guess how you speak to per- makes makes you more and more white. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, uh, I don't get it because you know when you travel around the world, English is the most commonly used language, and you know yeah. what it's and it's spoken um, perfectly by you know I've had conversations with people of color around the world as I've traveled, who many of which uh, actually spoke the English language better than half the kids I come across out. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Who are like running a register somewhere in a, in a, in a grocery store. So, you know, I, I, there's it's like saying math is is racist. It is two plus two is what it is. You know, conjugating know. A, conjugating a verb is what it is. It has nothing at all to do with with yeah, race. This, this professor also said we're all implemented, implicated in white supremacy. God, it's just race, race, race. That's all these leftists talk about. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next, faculty workshops have been set up around the nation designed to persuade professors not to grade on merit, which they say contributes to an atmosphere of white supremacy. <laughs> that we shouldn't get grade on merit, but simply by who's attending. And even if there are some people missing, like the minorities, you shouldn't overlook that. Okay, so what, and, what, so, I mean, what if you've got... Uh, a you know, class of you know all white people. What if you've got yeah. a class of all people of color? 
I know. Then well, what do they do? The incentive to people who are a little low on the on the podium pole, maybe, to try harder, to work harder, to be responsible. They're giving the wrong lesson for people who, when they grew up in the world, they're going to keep that attitude. Well, they're also the assuming that people living. Well, are, how how insulting and racist is that to people of color to basically say we can't, you know, we can't do the the ABC or whatever traditional grading system because you know people of color won't be able to measure up. Yeah, it really is the ultimate racist. Well, think, yeah, think about that for a minute. That's insane. <laughs> you know, know. It, it's it's actually fostering the racist stereotype that, you know, that, uh, you know, black people are inferior intellectually. It reminds me of Joe Biden saying, you know, poor people are just as good. Poor kids are just as good as white kids, like assuming that the only poor people are black people. You know, everything about this is just racist and not just against white people. It's going really crazy. In fact, here's another one. Okay. A studies professor in Ohio says white people who treat all races equally are, quote, dangerous, unquote. I don't know what the hell that means. I, I, I don't either. It, it, you know, so if you can't treat them all equally, then how is it you're supposed to be not racist? Well, then, then that makes MLK racist because he said he wanted people treated equally <laughs> based upon the content of their character. I know. It's pathetic. Yeah. National freshman enrollment has dropped 16% this year. It's lost millions in fees and tuition this past year. So maybe it'll get a little more focused in their future world, I hope. Well, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't enroll my kid in a, in a university right now or college and pay 20 grand a year so that they can no. come out not not understand not being able to, you know, form an, a sentence or add 2 plus 2, <laughs> but have them come out, you know, waving their fist, you know, for for social justice. I know. You know now. Here's some other stuff. Black yep. Lives Matter militants harass a groups of young girls. They're all 12, 14 years old for their white privilege as they walked into a cheerleading contest in downtown Louisville. Wow. They yelled and screamed at them, and the police even made three arrests, but, of course, they continued to harass the young girls as much as they could. Wow. They're going to cheerleading. Good grief. Wow. Not just, not, that's really young, too. You know, I mean, 12-year-olds, that's like children. You know, leave kids, yeah. you know, the, the targeting of kids with this kind of hate, that, that, that should be a hate crime. To go yep. after kids like that. That should be a hate crime. Anyway, go well, on. Well, an L.A. school union, by the way, yeah. warns the teachers not to post photos of their trips and vacations in the next few weeks, in the next month, oh. while schools shut down since it sends the wrong message to the public. Oh, it sure does. It sure do send the wrong <laughs> message to the public because they're all yammering. They could go back to school. They can't, they can't go into that classroom. It's too dangerous. So instead, we're going to skip off to Cabo. No well, wonder, no wonder it's six hundred dollars a night in Cabo because you can't get a room down there because it's all full of teachers that don't want to go, <laughs> that don't want to work. We're still being paid in full pay, even though right. they're not teaching. Right, uh, nice. I know. Uh, then New York City schools perpetuates racism. A lawsuit contends the rig system starts by sorting kids academically when they are as young as four, which means minority kids are denied more selective programs as they get older. Demands of the, that the schools eliminate current admission standards for selective programs and gifted classes so it allows, because it allows too many whites and Asians in. Therefore, there should be no restrictions on who gets in these gifted classes. Well, then they're not gifted classes anymore. You know what? I didn't have a problem when I was coming up if friends of mine 
were smarter than me, and most of them were. I mean, I really struggled with yeah. math when I was coming up. It's like, you know, I could acknowledge that I wasn't the smartest kid in the room. And you know what? Why should, you know, why should, you know, somebody be stuck hanging with me who struggled, you know, with basic algebra when they were like already doing, you know, college level math? They needed to go into their own thing because quite frankly, it, it bugged me. You know, it, it, it basically, it, it, it messed up my education experience. I needed to be with, I needed to be with the C <laughs> students, Bob. I know. Jeez. You know, yeah. And, you know, anyway. Anyway, another one. City News reports the disappearance of liberal arts programs and the shift to tech, technical training, many of which don't require a four-year degree to get their certificate of college. This is okay with the left, since they believe that university exists to promote social justice, not education. Tulsa, which is a conservative school, in my opinion, uh-huh. for instance, has eliminated 40% of their academic programs to allow for the change. That means music, theater, philosophy, chemistry, physics, math, been removed. Wow. Uh, it's just... Uh, mm. And the classes they're filling in with for this te- technical field is really shop classes. How about you have shop classes in high school and don't be pretending to pay 20,000 bucks to do it in college for a semester? Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Epic Times, they issued a report on the drift in education, said dumbness is vital to modern society since they are so much more shapeable by indoctrination, less likely to think for themselves, and urges, but urges parents to teach their kids the fun of reading and how to evaluate what's on them so so that so that somebody says that dumbness is good for society yeah because it allows the kids to be shapeable by the indoctrination going on in the class well that explains that other topic of why they don't want any ap classes they don't want any any they you know they don't they don't and that is so classic marxism you know they that because you know one of the ways that you can guarantee equal outcomes is is to keep everybody poor and stupid yep right keep everybody uneducated yeah, well, they can have a, a better rule to control everybody and nobody think of what's going on. Right. Uh, final point. IQ scores are declining in all developed countries of the world. I was blame is put on electronic gadgets, reduced reading, poor schools, low nutrition, computers and cell phones. It urges parents, kids, the tools of logic, which will protect them from the leftist uh, teachers fake news and politicians as they grow into adulthood. So you're on the side of what's going on. IQ scores are dropping. Big surprise. Well, they, no of course. There's no. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, when you're not teaching, when you're not teaching the basics, the three R's anymore. And, and when you are, you're, um, you know, you're, you're modifying the classes. To, well, first of all, common core, you know, that whole thing was a complete yeah. disaster. Uh, then when you're, when you're spending less time teaching the reading, writing, the three R's and, you know, and focusing on social, social justice warrior stuff, you're, you know, kids IQs are going to drop. Um, how about when you're, you're not testing properly or you're giving, you're giving admission into colleges without people having to have a proper SAT score. Um, you know, it, Correct. That you begins know, even before they get into college, it, right? It, exactly. You know, and, and well, all of it, uh, we don't teach, we, we don't teach, we don't, we don't educate anymore. It's like you said with your book, Education Versus Indoctrination. They indoctrinate, yeah. they don't educate anymore. And as well as the fact No Child Left Behind was, um, it just dragged uh, people down to the lowest common denominator. And th- this is where we're at. And it feeds and it and it and, and what it does is it feeds a dependency society. Yeah, 
Well, a final note, even on the L.A. Well, they're finally going to have in-person schooling. Not exactly. With their version of, which they forgot to tell you until today, their version of in-class teaching for the first two months is to have kids come into the classroom, sit on their chairs, you know, six feet apart, mm-hmm. and put ear on and listen to a virtual teacher who's off-site teaching them what the subject feels today. <laughs> I That's bet that teacher's in Cabo. Of, is that teacher in, in Cabo? Class <laughs> teaching while they're down in Cabo. Yeah, I just... <laughs> Honest to God. That's it's, all the comedy I got today. I wish well, I could it, that, your that's comedy gold, man. You need to start. We need to start charging a two drink minimum for Bob sets. Yeah, right? I agree. I, I want the gig of a teacher to where in school, in school teaching means I still ain't got to be there and do the gig. Right? Yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's unbelievable what's going on, frankly. It's I mean, this, crazy. If the parents don't stand up and stop it right. at some point of the school boards or electing, helping good people get elected, it's not going to turn. Well, it's not. It's not and this around. is the real battleground. This is where our future hinges, really, yeah, with these kids. We're already in dire straits because of, of all, you know, how uh, now going into a second generation of kids coming out of these indoctrination centers. And um, anyway, Bob, thank you for being here. Have a great weekend, my friend. You too. Take care. All righty then. Y'all stay tuned. We got one more segment. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Final segment here. Time to talk a little here of the week and stink of the week. I struggle with the heroes, uh, you know, pretty much every week because there's too few heroes. Um, at least we don't hear enough about them. Um, so um, let's start with stink of the week. Let's talk about all the possibilities. Your thoughts so far. I told you before the show that uh, mine was going to be a bit tongue in cheek. So, mm-hmm. but here it is mm-hmm. for the just lackluster of a very sleepy speech. My stink of the week is Vice President Kamala Harris. I don't get it. Biden's not president. He's just he's 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 the puppet. He's the marionette. He's, <laughs> oh, he's, okay. he's, he's just the figurehead. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think she's calling okay, the shots then. anyway. Yeah, well, you know what? Somebody is. It ain't him. Oh, it's definitely not him. And, you know, to have him walk down the hallway with like masks on by himself and after he's been vaccinated, you know, it's that was just that was some stench right there. I'm surprised he lasted in that speech as long as he did. I don't believe it was live. Oh, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Right. Um, He looked he looked hopped up. I don't know. I don't know if how many B twelve shots. I don't know if something was was some oxygen in that mask as he was coming down the hallway. Uh, he didn't look normal. Okay, um, he's clearly he's clearly struggling. And, and I and I said I originally said June, and the more I see him, I don't know if the, if he's going to make it till June. I mean, I I never you know wish harm on anybody. I hope health, I help the most health for him. But I'd see him stepping down by mm-hmm. I'm saying May now. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many options for stink. I haven't decided which one is um, tops. Um, it, it, they're pretty much all tied. I think the United States military is my stink of the week for and and multiple stories um they are supposed to be about battle war 
I didn't like, I haven't liked for a long time our military being used uh, for goodwill missions. I don't think it's the, the, I don't think it's the job of the U.S. military to be handing out care packages around the world, even like after, after the tsunami in Thailand. You know, our, our military is supposed to be about one thing. It's supposed to be about protecting, it's supposed to be about national security. They're not supposed to be goodwill ambassadors. You know, it, it's it's cost us trillions of dollars. They're supposed to be about preparing for coming up with battle plans and p- preparing for taking out the enemy. That's it. So if I don't like them being involved in goodwill missions, as I certainly don't want them going down the track of becoming a Petri dish for social justice warrior movements and um, for them to now offering as part of the medical ben- the benefits package free t- transgender surgery is is mind-numbingly insane because as as all the things that we talked about with Jesse Jane Duff you're not battle ready when you're doing that you're making split second decisions well even you can't even make split second decisions when you're laid up having your body going through the the severe trauma that takes place in these surgeries and it, whatever you think about whether or not for transgender it's not the place in the U.S. military to be doing it. As same thing, and then another story for the U.S. military is is pregnancy flight suits. Why would any woman be sent up on, on flight missions when she's pregnant? Steve Dace had a brilliant comment today. He said, you're really, no, a society that sends its women into battle, especially pregnant women, is a, is a lost society. It really is. And that's where we're at. And then you add in this week, the Department of Defense going after a talk show host because he criticized the military. Is that what you think the role of the DOD is? What happened to freedom of speech? Yeah, they're supposed to, their whole thing is supposed to be killing the enemy to protect our freedoms. Take it over, take it abroad so that we keep the bad guys from coming here. That's it. And killing and killing more of them than they kill of, of us. That's it. It's gruesome. It's hard to say that. But that's what we did when to stop to end communism around the world, to stop Nazism, to free the Jews in the Holocaust. That's it. So so the military, the DOD is my stink is my number one stink of the week. Um, Runner up to that is is uh, is the Oprah Winfrey interview with Meghan and Harry and and it taking over our media. Because we do we not exist today because we fled away from these people? I almost watched it to see how horrible it was, and I could not bring myself to do it. We fled to get away from these people, to get away from the royal family. And America's gripped by a couple of whiners, a woman sitting there in a $5,000 Versace dress, and the spare going public. Why? This is so phenomenally stench-filled. You are living, they got a $112 million deal with Netflix or something, and yet they decided to go globally and, and accuse his family of racism? Man, it doesn't get any worse than that for me. Um, I, I'm struggling with a hero of the week. Give me something. President man. Donald J. Trump for getting back in the fray and standing up to the rhinos and the yes. not really big, yes. not big time Republicans. And he's yes. gonna, it's only going to get louder. Yes, you're absolutely right. Thank you for that. And thank you. Uh, thank you to Bob Walters tonight. Thank you to my callers. Love you, all my listeners. Have a wonderful weekend. Set your cl- spring forward. Set those clocks forward. Love you all. See you Monday. Peace out.